0: see I see a multitude of amazing people over the next hour Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on
1: the mr. Murfreesboro show
2: I'm Michael Lynn White. You are listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show right here in downtown Murfreesboro. We are live in the WGNS studio. You can call us. You can listen to us at WGNSradio.com. You can also head on over to Mr. Murfreesboro's Facebook page and chat with us there and watch a live stream of the show. And I guess I should introduce, you know, Mr. Murfreesboro hey, himself, hey, hey.
3: Bill Wilson. How's everybody doing? How about those Tennessee Titans?
2: Tennessee Titans, if Ole Miss Rebels, Tennessee Miss. Vols. We got a bunch of wins.
3: Did Tennessee, what was it? They beat Tennessee Tech pretty bad. I'm sorry, John Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, we have... Uh, John, we have our guest tonight.
2: We have several guests tonight for y'all. We We are going to talk about a few things first, and then we're going to bring in Chris Clark of the Emergency Management System, so he's going to talk to us about that. But first, we are going to talk about the Dewdrop Jamboree that is coming up soon. We've got a little paper, and we've got Lynn Wallace in the studio, but he's not going to come on air, but Bill, introduce our guest.
3: This is Larry Martin, who's a... Musician, connoisseur. You've been doing this what? A long time. How, how long have you been doing it? Give us a backdrop. Where Where are you <laughs> from? And then, uh, all right, what I grew you up
0: at Las Casas, okay, until I was a uh, freshman in high school, moved to Murfreesboro. Had my first band when I was a freshman in high school. And we played dances and played out a garage at the band. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Gotcha.
2: Well, let's talk about the Dude Drop Jamboree. For yeah. those of you who don't know, it is coming up Saturday, September twenty fifth at Washington Theater, inside Patterson Park Community Center. And it has been going on there for seven years. Is that right?
0: Yeah, we're in our seventh year.
2: Seven years and. People love this, and so tell us what you're going to be doing there. I know that you've played at um, Uncle Dave Macon, right. is that right? We
0: did that two years over there and helped out over there a little bit. You've
2: mm-hmm. done that, which always a huge thing for Murfreesboro and our community. And so tell us about the Dew Drop Jamboree.
0: Well, we started this back in 2015. Uh, a friend of mine, Pat Jackson, who had just retired from MTSU, I said, Pat, how about let's do a show, kind of like a regional Grand Ole Opry show. So we put the first one together and everybody liked it so much. We kept going. Now, Pat dropped out after the first year. He said...
3: Way to go, Pat. He went in, <laughs> he went into retirement and it was too much work for him to do. Y'all so,
2: wore said, poor Pat out. Goodness gracious. It so anyway. reminds
3: me of the Rhymen. I, I went to visit Lynn and it, it was a few shows ago and it reminds me of the Grand Ole Opry. That's kind of the setting. Mm-hmm. You've got stuff set up very similar to what the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the old Grand Ole Opry looks like. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And then you've got several bands that play. You've got several musicians. And do they they actually come from different parts of the area? I mean, from around.
0: Yeah, well, quite a few of the musicians come out of Nashville or the surrounding areas. There's a couple that's out of Murfreesboro. Billy Taylor's on bass, and he's here in Murfreesboro.
3: Right. Does Mickey Gannon play? Uh, Is he a drummer? Yeah, he's
0: a drummer. (laughs) And he plays with us uh, uh, sometimes as a drummer and sometimes just as a solo artist you know so he's not playing with the show that's on the 25th uh,
2: i think it's going to be great and the fact that it's been going on all these years shows that people are coming out to support it and y'all didn't have it last year
0: it because was of code, a, it was yeah. a bad year last year for everybody not right. just me uncle dave making they didn't get to do theirs right you yeah there's it. a lot of people yeah everybody so basically it was a hurt, it put a hurt on us and we hadn't recovered from it yet crowd wise or anything you know so
2: hopefully this year people will be excited to get out and about and
0: that would be good
2: so why don't you tell me why y'all like to do this i mean so i think it's a good way to one engage the community but you're helping support musicians and give them something to do
0: well there's young people on this uh thing right here so we like to give young people a, a place to start you know to get out and then we put the older acts in there too because they've run out of places to Appear. right here and so honky tonks yeah honky tonks they've gotten too old i'm i'm one of those people you know and uh so we give them a place to go and perform still before a live audience you know one matter of fact one of my main older guys just passed away about a week ago lb Farrell.
3: i saw that i'm sorry to hear that yeah he
0: had been a mainstay ever since the beginning as a performer matter of fact he put me in the music business back he when did. i was in the when i was a teenager and uh, that was the first paying real paying job i had was with lb ferrell and the starlighters
3: wow and the starlight and then tell us uh, is it uh, rhonda tenpenny who's tell us more of the performers they're going to be there on the 25th and i know her she's got a great voice right
0: rhonda will be there uh pat roden will be there and Teresa camp now those three girls we call the dewdrop girls because they sing solo but they back up everybody back up harmonies and everything you know And so they'll be there performing, and I've got a, oh, let's see who we have. We have uh, Melissa LeMay. She's been on the show a couple of times before. Lacey Snyder, she's been on a couple of times. J.C. Lynn, I think she's been on one time, maybe back in two or three years ago, and uh, this guy, as a matter of fact, had canceled out, so I had to, he's got COVID.
2: Oh, no. And so
0: I had to put another person in in his place. Michael
3: sings
2: she could come in. <laughs> Yeah, let me come up there and sing <laughs> well, a few. That'll be good. I'm
0: always looking for people to come and sing. Matter of fact, on this one, people kept canceling out because they got COVID, had to go in quarantine, or sure. this, that, and the other, and so it was hard to get this one together. But I uh, managed to get everybody on there. Enough people. Actually, this—if you look at it, this is going to looks like a ladies uh, going to be ladies' night because we've got more female performers than we do
3: male performers. do you have like good, one of those i big, like it do you have yeah. one of those big hooks if somebody starts acting up you can like pull them off the stage no i usually
0: just i had that grab them, them you yeah know.
3: you just grab them yeah that's always
2: good them. you gotta have an attractive lady in there should i say that in 2021 you know i don't, I don't know, know. Well, don't, uh, don't get mad at me don't y'all. get
0: politically incorrect or anything <laughs> but you know i think it adds to
3: the show. Yeah, so. you got
2: to have some females. I'm always trying to get women up here in the studio because I'm always surrounded by men, so I like it that I y'all are having the ladies. I you
3: to get Ronnie Stoneman. The, Do you know Ronnie Stoneman? I, I,
0: I've never... From Hee Haw? Yeah, I know who she is. I've never been around her to ask her if She's she would be She's a trip. On the show. She, yeah.
3: I know her. Uh, Meredith She's the one I, that did the the cooking. We did the uh, thing at the, the club. It was uh, the... Wait, we're waiting. Celebrity waiters. And she was one of the waiters, and I got to talking to her. Her family actually helped start country music the stoneman's out of kentucky the carter family and right the
0: the stonemans were actually real big up around washington dc area now you wouldn't think that but they were because that's where uh uh, they had the uh, big show that was up in Virginia. I forget what they call it. It's still going
3: on too. Right, she's a trip though. I bet. I bet she would make it. I bet she would come down and do the show sometime. She might
0: would. We've had a, a couple of people on, like Bobby G Rice, who was uh, had some big hits back in the seventies. He's been, in our, been on the show. Alan Carl, and matter of fact, Alan owns Century Two Records, which is one of our main sponsors.
3: Century. What, what's it called?
0: Century Two. Century two. Century 2
2: records. So what time does this start on the 25th?
0: Six o'clock. Doors open at 5.30.
2: Okay, six o'clock, doors open at 5.30. Austin Maxwell on Facebook says, what kind of music? He also said, Hottie toddy, go Vols, go Titans, go Warriors. Okay, I like it. But What's what kind boss? of music can we expect?
0: Well, we do a lot of uh, country and bluegrass. Some people do a little rock and roll. Uh, I don't. Yeah, somebody I think is doing some gospel on this particular show. We have had like a uh, barbershop Quartet on there before, and Ooh, they were—that's were, pretty cool. Uh-huh. Were that's a cappella, isn't it? Yeah, they were going to be that on this
3: show, but COVID,
0: so, right? So then they can't.
3: So, so you might hear here's what the the stuff you might hear: a slide guitar, right? A man, a mandolin, a fiddle.
0: You'll always hear a banjo. Fiddle. We don't hear a banjo. Well, much. you
3: need—we got to get a banjo in there. Well, we you do gotta, when we have need a bluegrass banjo. group. We, yeah. When
0: bluegrass groups come in, they do still guitar, right? We got that. Drums. As a matter of fact, the first person, one of the first people to die from COVID was our steel guitar player. Uh-oh. Wow. Back in December of last year. That's sad. Wow. Oh, my wow. goodness. Yeah.
2: Well, we are so excited to bring this to Murfreesboro, and we're hoping for a big crowd. You just come in. Patterson Park's got lots of room, You comfortable chairs. You can sit in there and chill out.
0: Right, it hosts like 310 people, I think.
2: State-of-the-art sound system there. We're lucky to have that. Some people don't even know it's here in Murfreesboro, right inside the...
0: A lot of people don't, never heard of it. I know. They know where Patterson Park is, but they don't realize there's a theater inside. There's a theater
3: indoors.
2: There's a theater indoors, and you can rent it out or do whatever you need to do. So, um, is there... Tell us what else you're excited about for Dewdrop Jamboree this year.
0: Well, probably the show we do in November will be uh, geared towards veterans, okay, because it it falls just like two or three days before Veterans Day, and so we'll do patriotic songs, things like that on that that particular show. And that will wind it up for this year for the November show. That's usually as late as we go. People say, why don't you do a, a, a Christmas show? Well, you guys know it yourself living here it might be snowing on christmas and you can't get out or it might be a 70 degrees outside so true you just don't know and people have got a million things going on at they christmas
3: do they nights. do you could do a bean crosby show what do you think <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a a, i have a white christmas
2: oh, <laughs> oh my goodness uh-huh. well here's one thing that we are going to do we're going to take um a quick break soon but larry thank you so much for doing this and getting all this together for the community and getting all these musicians together. I think this will be something fun.
0: If they'll just come out and listen support. to the show, they'll
3: like it. And yes, it's come out. 25th. What day is that on again? Saturday. Saturday, and the doors open at 5.30? 530. 5.30.
2: And how much is it to get in?
3: Oh, It's like
0: a $10 donation.
2: To $10, get in. $10 donation. Mm-hmm. What if you come in and you're broke and you can't for $10? Can you come in and we'll hear some music? You, <laughs> you can Lynn dance. Wallace
0: will pay for the <laughs> <laughs> Lynn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lynn Wallace is over here like,
3: mm-hmm. He's scratching his head about that. And he's like, I don't know about that. Gave us thousand dollars. Just who did gave you a
2: check. Another artist. Oh nice. Yeah. How nice. So people are just supporting it and yeah.
3: Will he be there on the twenty fifth? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, and if I tell you, give who it, me was, you'd know who it was
3: so Oh me. Uh Lynn it Lynn, I've really gotten to know each other and it's been because of this and I know Lynn's son and his family, but he and I are working on some stuff dealing with uh eight millimeter film of murphysboro from the 60s yeah and i can't wait for us we're collaborating on that and to to have that out it's gonna be really cool i think he said there's some parades and some old vacation trail rides. some trail rides, trail rides of Murfreesboro, rutherford county in the 60s mm-hmm.
2: that is on video yeah we're eight
3: millimeter, eight, eight millimeter that's, eight millimeter, that's eight millimeter. awesome Try yeah, trying to get transferred that transferred over, over to like a dvd or That's going to be cool. See Tom Christie. He'll transform. Tom. Mr. Tom. Hello, Tom Christie. Matter of fact, Tom
0: Christie is the announcer on the show. He's the MC. He's He's the MC. He is the He's a great guy. He
2: is a good guy, and he loves to bring music and do all kinds of fun things downtown Murfreesboro, so we appreciate him very much.
0: He's a great ambassador. He is. And and his wife, Gloria, she's just a trooper, man. Yeah. And she's. Helped that uncle dave making together yeah for all
2: gloria stuff. is a trooper i love her she's a great lady yeah. she loves murfreesboro she
0: comes down usually and brings a thing of pictures mm-hmm. you might have saw it the last time he was in there early rutherford county pictures that her sure. dad has sure. taken and she sets up like a display out yes there. oh yeah
2: i have seen her display and it's really nice yeah. she does a great job with that okay so we are going to take a break soon and larry thank you all so right. much for being here lynn thank you lynn, for being in you. the studio we are excited again september 25th Dewdrop jamboree and
3: That's thank right. y'all for being sponsors of the show as well we be- really appreciate yes, it yes right.
2: we could not do this without our sponsors all right you're listening to the mr I'm murphy the same show.
0: we'll
3: be right back <laughs> right, thank thanks, y'all thanks. see you later
1: Have you ever seen an acoustic guitar being built? At Gallagher Guitar Company
4: in downtown Murfreesboro, we have trained luthiers who are building some of the finest guitars in the world.
1: You can schedule a tour of the shop and visit our showroom on Saturdays or by appointment. Also, look for live music at our Walnut Street location on Friday
4: and Saturdays, as well as the Old Time Music Jam every second and fourth Thursday at six. Come check it out.
1: Has your home experienced storm damage or do you just need a remodel? Oakstone Builders LLC is your answer. They also build custom homes. You can find them at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro or call 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Grand Slam Collectibles is your place in Murfreesboro to buy, sell, and trade sports cards, collectibles, and memorabilia. Head on over to their website only at GrandSlam.com. They're located at 1254 Northwest Broad Street. You can also reach them by phone at 615 809 2362 or become one of their over 30,000 followers on Facebook at Grand Slam Collectibles 615. Mark your calendars now. Saturday, September the 25th at 6 p.m. is the Dewdrop Drop Jamboree. You're not going to want to miss this event. Once again, the Dew Drop Jamboree, Saturday, September the 25th at 6 p.m. at the Washington Theater at Patterson Park.
2: You are back, we are back, excuse me, to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White, along with Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Hey, everybody. And we have got on now our friend Chris Clark, not the anchor Chris Clark, but the emergency management systems director. Public
3: safety director. He just Michael told me that it. was
2: okay to say get, to you Now let's get
3: it right. If we're going to have this show, <laughs> we're going to go by, we're going to tell the truth up here. Is that right? Chris Clark, how's it going, brother? Going good. Hey, this is a hometown boy. I didn't know you were from here. His grandparents she used to own City Cafe. Give us about a two-minute backdrop of who you are, where you came from, and all yeah. that. And don't say I came from my mama. Just yeah. tell us who oh, you Oh, my
4: Lord. Excuse us, Chris. I'm oh, you're good. So, um, raised and born here in Murfreesboro. Uh, my grandparents owned City Cafe for several, several years. I uh, grew up here. And uh, on the square, my dad worked at Holden's Hardware for years, and so I did a lot of traveling around the square and and um, met a lot of great people. And I would sit up there with the judges at the main table when I was little. Did you whittle? No, the I biscuit. didn't whittle. <laughs> <laughs> Grandparents come looking for me. I was always out and running around here on the square, and then my my Clark family uh, were they dug water wells. Clark, Herman Clark Waterwells. Any, okay, I've heard, yeah, I've heard of them. Um, so from Murfreesboro to Rockville, basically where I roamed for my first 16 years. Um, worked at the skating rink here uh, locally with, with, with the Warren, Doug Warren and I, Jack Warren. And skate Mike. backwards, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, became an EMT while I was in high school and then became a paramedic before I was the legal age to drink. So I was pushing narcotics and giving narcotics to patients, and I wasn't even at a legal age to drink. Wow! You had a passion.
3: at a young. Yeah. You had a passion at young age. Did you used to like uh, save things, or I mean, what as a kid? Did, what made you want to do what you're doing today? So
4: uh, actually, uh, my grandparents retired, and my grandfather became uh, had Alzheimer's, and so I would spend the night with my grandfather. To make sure that you know he wasn't confused in the middle of the night at age 16 and a paramedic came in one night because he was having chest pain and i said that's who i wanted to be and so uh, i did that and i was a volunteer fireman from 16 to about age 20. wow and um basically was raised in an emergency medical field. I was a paramedic and that was my trade.
2: Mm-hmm. You never thought about going to med school do, being a doctor?
4: Well, I went to MTSU for a couple of years. Um, my goal was to be a trauma nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, girlfriend then uh, said that uh, hey, why do not you try a paramedic? You know, I don't think you're going to do <laughs> well behind the walls. She four didn't think walls. you had it. I'm so, sorry Chris. That's right.
2: <laughs> that's true though. Okay.
4: I love being Makes outside sense. and you know, she saw that, and she signed me up for paramedic school, went to Ball State for two years, and Boom. became a paramedic, and um, at the same time being a volunteer fireman. And then uh, uh, one thing went to another and uh, started participating in, uh, um, as an EMT, we had a sheriff's department that uh, had a bad incident. They wanted to put paramedics in those high-risk situations and i was selected uh one out of six uh from rutherford county ems while i was a paramedic on the ambulance i would go to sheriff's department calls for with the swat team and i did that for 20 something years um those guys became
3: negotiate with people or, or was
4: it no i was i was their medic you were the medic okay i was the medic and uh as of march the 30th of last year i finally hung up my helmet Because
3: you were the Laverne uh, Fire Chief at once. Correct.
4: Yeah. I was. So I was here in Rutherford County. I worked for Rutherford County for 20-something years um, and then became the Assistant Fire Chief of Laverne Fire. Uh, They had just transitioned from a private fire service to a governmental fire service in Laverne. Uh, Loved being there. Loved the people. And then um, my last year, I became the fire chief after the death of Ricky McCormick. Um, and then, uh, this job came up and for the public safety director, I applied and here I am today. What made you want to do that? Um, to make that transition back to what I call home. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I worked for the county government for, for many, many years. Um, and, uh, you know, I saw an opportunity, be honest with you. I can, I, I had a retirement here. And I think that it was the best fit for my family. But the biggest thing is the love of the people here, and um, I, I I miss these guys that I work with every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. As I do, I I miss those guys in Laverne as well. It's yeah. a different type of. It's a
3: different breed. It. See, I I couldn't handle it because of blood. I. You know, I'm scared of heights. Let's see. I don't want to go underwater. I mean, it's like right. so a, big I, old I'm chicken. not a candidate. Now, we'll negotiate. Yeah. I'm yeah. good at that. Yeah. But, I'm not good
4: at negotiation. I'm a doer. Well,
3: so. oh,
4: <laughs> thanks a lot, Chris. I'm a loser. No.
3: Snail show. Okay, we always talk about this. When I was 16, we'd go out there, maybe pop a few tops, have a few yeah. beers, and we would dive off into that hole there. Mm-hmm. Didn't we just have a rescue there in the last year where the water, I mean, you, I think we were talking about it, where yeah. the water level can change. I mean, it goes, Snail Shell Cave is out in Rockville. You don't know where it's at, Michael. Ed. I don't
2: know where it's at, but, but I feel like I need to know, but I'm not going to
4: die. It's a in. big,
3: Rutherford County's got a bunch of caves here. Mm-hmm. So right?
4: 90 caves and pits here in Rutherford County. Uh, I think we've been in about all of them uh from one rescue or or training of the other Mm -hmm. um our guys were and are very good at uh spelunking on and rescues Mm -hmm. uh snail shell brings a challenge because it's very wet um i think i got a pair of fins still stuck in snail shell cave where we lost it on one rescue oh my goodness um here recently we did have a, a flash flood we had some victims stuck in there um our special ops from the fire department uh went in there and rescued them as the water was rising and uh, done a fantastic job i was at the emergency operations center uh with the administrators and making sure that our resources were proper and and uh you know they did a great job
3: typically when something bad happens that's when y'all get the call
4: yeah it is and and you know we're here uh, we do a lot of planning um we do a lot of uh information sharing we sent out two emails today to our officials letting them know about um you know flash flood watches out today mm-hmm. especially
3: with what happened over in humphreys county which was awful mm-hmm. um you just don't know if it, it could rain 15 inches there and then may not rain here but because of the creeks and stuff it rises i mean people aren't aware of that yeah
4: and so that's you know we want to make sure that everybody's prepared for any type of uh, emergency event flooding seems to be our most um active um emergencies that we have widespread and uh you know we've been dealing with uh water problems for quite a while um you know we want to make sure that people turn around and don't drown we do a lot of water vehicle uh water rescues from vehicles uh we do a lot of um uh we've had some homes that were flooded uh 2010 we saw that again in the in the may floods um back then i was over i was a supervisor over the special ops so we traveled from here to cheatham county to nashville multiple rescues uh, multiple events i think i ended up in five days as the operations section chief in cheatham county which we kind of oversaw five three or four different counties. So we all come together and work together, communicate together. Um, very good friends with a lot of those our surrounding county people. We know each other by first name. We communicate.
3: That's important. Logistics and communication. People Absolutely. don't realize what logistics and communication. It it's like, what's the difference between what you do and let's say the civil defense? Is there still a civil defense? It's,
4: it's basically the same is the thing. Same thing? This is what it's morphed into. Because,
3: mm-hmm. you know, it. it when I was a kid growing up, there were bomb shelters and it always had the C D civil defense. There was one at the old library, Line Ball mm-hmm. Library. There was one at MTSU. There was one over by Central Middle School. There and I think that one's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay Beach owned that house over there. I, I forget who owns it now. But
2: Well, we are um we have a we got some comment questions. here. Um uh Canon Lowry, our friend Canon Lowry, and you're going through the Citizens Police Academy with him Lip right now. it in now. the mud, Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "What's up, Chris Clark? Chris provided great service to one of our patients at Twelve Stone Health recently that had an issue getting her electric wheelchair in her van. It was truly appreciated."
4: And Cannon was out there and uh, happened to walk out of uh, the barber shop and seen a lady that was kind of struggling He's with her. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. I've known Cannon for a long time, and a lady was struggling with her wheelchair ramp, and. Uh, canon and i worked together to make sure that she got in it and uh, was it he was sweating
3: was he sweating we were both sweating. okay just sure.
4: <laughs>
2: that is good thanks I mean, canon thank you canon so um a lot of people don't know what you do i know a lot of people that i talk to whenever i talk about public information or public safety director they just i mean which it's kind of complicated but there's a lot of stress not only is it stressful for the first responders that are out there doing it but when you are n- doing all of this stuff and getting information out it is there's a process and you have to it's just it, it's intense
4: it you know we we one of our biggest things is we focus on relationships and if we don't have relationships we haven't got anything right. so one of the things that we we do is make sure that we um uh, Provide that information, and and we know everybody here, you know, and that's what makes it so good, mm-hmm. and, and people willing to help. Uh, but you know, we look at response, mitigation, planning, recovery. You know, those folks in Waverly, they've got a long way a long way long way to recover, and uh, so we focus on those uh, those areas at the same time, developing relationships with other responding agencies and other hospitals and public health and the things that make the um in in the in the event of a crisis makes it a little bit smoother right Could and that's throw. when
2: i met you was at the emergency management
4: emergency operations emergency center.
2: operations mm-hmm. center i always mess that up yep. anyway but that was about COVID stuff and that's when things were just starting to get going and so i mean everybody from the county People, us from the city were there. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. And you have to do that in order so that the message is clear. And, you know, just kind of talk about that a little bit. It's interesting to me. And a lot of yeah. people don't know what goes on. Yeah. So
4: we we know that we can't do this by ourselves. So the more people that we can get in involved and make help make decisions, all of our mayors, uh, we have five different mayors here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagleville, Smyrna, Laverne, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. And... Um, one of the goals was uh, for Mayor Katrin to make sure that everybody is involved and make sure that everybody is notified, and so we facilitated a countywide um, meeting to f- make sure that our messages were clear, make sure that there was uh, that we're all moving in one direction. Mm-hmm and make sure that uh, we have the resources that we need to make it happen as far as our testing and our vaccines. Right. LaShan Dixon is our public health director. I talk to her daily. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and make sure that our plan is in place and make sure that we they have the resources that do we, we
3: need. Do we have a plan? Like you also deal with Homeland Security, or where were you when the bomb went off in Nashville? How did that affect Rutherford County?
4: So uh, I was actually at home uh, with my family Christmas Day. Christmas Day, uh, we woke up and uh, normal Christmas morning, and we uh, saw on TV that Nashville had uh, had a bombing, and I knew what that building was. Yeah. Um, later on, my wife goes to call her sister. Uh, she has an AT and T phone. It wasn't working, so I made a phone call to our nine one one director. Um, apparently, this it had just the the AT and T just went dead and and uh he was not notified of the problem um started calling our P.S.A.P.s, which are our public safety uh answering points which we have four of in our county uh, our dispatch centers mm-hmm. um, they didn't have any phones and so um, we called in all of the administrators across the county our police chiefs uh, which are overseas our peace apps and generated a plan of how we we're going to divert 911 to other lines, and that's what we did. We had a um, a few hours of an alternate number, and then we were able to cross tie some other numbers into 911 so that it would come up. The only thing that we we lost um, for a couple of days was what I call the cool guy um, um, technology. And where we can actually pinpoint that caller on the map, uh, and there's some other things there that we lost, but uh, we were able to manage. And people call 911, then they're going to get the appropriate help they needed.
3: Have you been right. in the Black Cat Cave? I have not. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Across uh-huh. from the the VA.
4: Oh yes, um, it's <laughs> been many years. As far as I, the last time I remember, it had bars over it. it. Well, it
3: was a bar back in the 30s. I yeah. mean, it was like a speakeasy or something. People would go down there and yeah. There was uh, another
4: cave over there off of Jones Boulevard a long time ago. Really? uh, Beside a church. I think it was Trinity Church, I believe. And I remember as a kid riding my bicycle up there and trying to go back in there. I'm not going in these caves
2: if people need rescuing. So from bombing to caves. This is a good question from Austin Maxwell. He says, if you could ask for one thing from the county commission, county authorities, that would help in the area of overall county safety, what would it be? Equipment, people, funding?
4: People. People. People.
3: need more people need more people
4: and you know we're, we're a growing community uh, probably the biggest growth I've ever seen in my lifetime mm-hmm. yeah for sure not sure exactly where these people are coming from but California we, California <laughs> California um yeah. and in our our personnel they uh as you can imagine you know we're still wearing masks you know they're tired our our, our services are continue to grow and um and and i would ask for manpower
2: Mhm. okay well if somebody's listening and
4: they want a job you want where a do they job? go to apply yeah where do they go <laughs> well right now i don't think with the i do know that uh, you can go to rutherfordcountytn.gov mm-hmm. and search for our hr department and see the openings that we have right so.
2: Well, perfect. That was a good answer, Chris. Yes, ma'am. That's what I always say. I always <laughs> say, okay, go to MurfreesboroTN.gov or Rutherford County. Speaking of, I just think the county does such a great job. I always love it as at the city when we can work with the county, and it's fun for me to see everyone get together. And I think that we do a great job. We've got you. We've got our awesome public information officers, Ashley McDonald for the county.
3: Larry Flowers. Our, my Larry.
2: buddy Larry Flowers with Murfreesboro Police Department and Murfreesboro Fire Rescue. Um. So Ashley, just
3: what's her name? Ashley, Ashley McDonald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's the, the county.
2: Yep. And we love Ashley. Yeah.
3: Y'all are located on Old Nashville Highway. It used to be a National Guard Armory, the Stone Building. Correct. And we don't, you don't know how that building was, but I, I can remember as a kid. I for some reason I used to think they had wrestling matches in that gym. And they may
4: have but underneath that the was, carpet is hardwood floors. Oh, really? <laughs> it, was it, a, it was a gym in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a neat building. Out
4: for the longest, I was like, what is that thing? Yeah. So we're pretty safe in there. Um, it's, it's a big rock building that's been there for years. I think that if in the event of a uh, tornado or some major weather that we may lose our roof. But I uh, feel pretty safe. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're kind of like a, a castle. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, so what? how many calls do y'all get? Let's talk about numbers. How many calls do y'all get? Well, uh,
4: you Weekly know, we've, we've seen we've seen an increase in call volume, um, and and usually we look at it. You know, the sheriff's department, you know, they're they're they have increased their call volume. Our analysts have increased their call volume. Our fire departments increased their call volume, and we have some of the most talented people working for us. They're 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 super. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, You're talking about stress. I said, uh, Michael Lynn was talking about going through the citizens academy. With the police department, and I got to sit in and watch some 911, and what they go through—the things that they're having to—oh yeah, fire, police, ambulance—and their and lives so, are on the line.
4: Well, you know, we've, we're looking at it in an all-hazard approach. You know, where we're we have house fires to water rescues to COVID to you name it, we do it. Um, so we have these guys go through an extensive amount of training Uh, they they spend a third of their life at work Mm -hmm. um, and they do a great job our public health they're rock stars yes you know they've survived through all this and they're still working to make sure that everybody's been tested that needs to be tested uh, vaccined, whoever needs to be vaccined um, and we have such a good working relationship with Murphy Murfreesboro and, and Smyrna and Laverne and Eagleville. And we don't want to forget our Eagleville friends. Right? True. Uh, they're a city. Yeah. And um, so we, we, we speak to those folks pretty much weekly and, and make sure that everybody has everything that they need. And then we all go in to support public health. And making sure that those uh, men and women over at public health have the items that they need
2: that is a big job over there. lashan is n- new as the director yeah. and she's she? awesome. We need to get her on the show. Okay. She's she a former awesome. pageant girl, she's yeah. really smart, she's cool. She I don't is think awesome. I've ever
3: met her. Yeah, let me ask you this you get a call, Smarter gets a call. Where does it go? 911. Does it go? Like each municipality, they where does that go?
4: So Smyrna uh, has a nine one one call, and it is answered first at the Smyrna Police Department. If it's a police or fire situation, then they will send those that entity out. If it is a medical call, they will forward that nine one one call to our emergency medical dispatchers, which can deliver um, medical treatment over the phone. It, Teaches how, or they tell the bystander how to stop bleeding or start CPR, CPR or yeah. those kind of things. So they're medically trained and allowing that bystander to help that patient. Wow! And so it's the same thing in Laverne, same thing in Murphy and the same thing in the county in Icaval. Uh We have a, we like the system as far as, you know, if Laverne uh, phones go out. Then those nine one one are automatically rolled to the nearest P uh, whether that be Rutherford County or or Laverne. hmm. Same thing with Metro. Uh, right. We get a lot of Net Metro nine one one calls,
3: especially at that end of the county. I mean, like Laverne and
4: correct. And then some of the Laverne goes to the Metro, which in turn transfers it back here. hmm. Well, I think it's
2: top-notch we're so lucky here very fortunate to have all of these amazing resources and people in place that know what they're doing
4: yeah they're they're um and we have such uh good relationships with those uh, people on the street and um you know i'm blessed to live in rutherford county i, I see it every day mm-hmm. i get to talk to those people uh, we have some of the best firemen and paramedics and police officers and They really go out of their way to make sure that our community is safe.
2: Speaking of, okay, so you used to do ambulance EMT stuff. Our friend Jeff Peach in Smyrna,
4: did you work with Jeff? Jeff, if you're listening, you better say hello to us. Jeff
3: was, that's right. He was an EMT, wasn't he? He was.
4: He was. (laughs) I think he was in Columbia or Murray County uh, as an EMT and uh, later came to Smyrna Police Department. Right. Uh, I forgot about that part. He was a policeman and uh so we worked a bunch of calls i was on the ambulance then um and so we became close and and still today you know we we talk and uh some of those times that we what reminisce, does
3: she do now she,
2: he's the i'm a, just ta- kidding. Oh, i'm like <laughs> bill are you kidding me jeff
3: i'm just kidding jeff peach
2: i'm about to tag him on facebook he better get on here and listen
3: um,
4: Jeff is the uh, city attorney, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Mm -hmm. he is. He Mm -hmm. thinks he's big time.
3: His father's a big big time. He is. We love you, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. You're a good guy. And
2: his wife, Katie. Let's not forget the most important person in that duo. His father's
3: a big Elvis fan. His father's a cool guy. He's an Elvis impersonator. What is he? Yes.
4: And he is such a nice gentleman. He is nice. He is sincere. He's very very cool. And uh, his dad uh, was an SRO. Here in That's Rutherford right. County. Oh, Forgot I didn't know that. that. And uh, just a great, great family.
3: Yeah, good people. So, where do you see yourself five years from now? Good question.
4: <laughs>
2: That's a hard one. If you question. hadn't thought of it, hopefully you'll
4: um, still be doing well, what you're doing. Well, I, I hope that um, I hope that I'll be st- sit still sitting in this chair. Uh, Are you gonna I, be here in the I radio hope, I <laughs> hope. well not on radio uh, I, just to be honest I try to avoid that as much as possible right. um I uh, I love Rutherford County I will be living here I will be in the same house I will be uh, part of emergency services hopefully and this is a trade on uh, all I know right you mm-hmm. know I grew up in it um and I have wonderful friends that they're like family.
2: That's cool. I want to know what's like one of the craziest things that you've exactly. seen. Exactly. What is something like the, over all the years? What's one thing that sticks yeah. out in mm. your mind? And Tell us people, the juicy stuff.
3: And do people call you and say, hey, I got a cat stuck in the tree? You know, have you ever had stuff like that? But that, yeah, I want to know. Craziest thing. Craziest yeah,
4: thing. I mean, we've had people that have fell through their floors at home. We have had uh, people missing with crazy stories. Uh, Water you know, tank.
3: Anybody stuck in the like a Murfreesboro water? Somebody up at, like drunk up in a water tank. I we promise no, it, that's it you. wasn't me.
4: <laughs> so we had three. I think it was three individuals that climbed the tower that were the old Milton City Medical Center used to sit. There, Bell Street.
3: Bell Street. That that was an old like rusty old. They Correct. painted silver to cover up all the rust. Well, it <laughs> was actually
4: an active tower, and we had three gentlemen that decided that they wanted to go and swim in it. That. Inside the well, tower? You, you have to get a
3: ladder tower. to get up to the thing first. They climbed it. <gasps> Don't tell me how I know that. And
4: okay. <laughs> we had to go get them down. So so I ran a high-angle rescue team, and that's what we did in special ops. And we did high-angle rescues, rope rescue, hazmat, confined space, snorkel. trench, no diving, snorkel. diving. Okay, uh, we're, we're, We were rescue recovery divers, and we still have those guys today. Um, and, uh, we had some gentlemen that decided that they wanted to go up that tower. Were
3: they sober?
2: No. <laughs> no. Okay. But they were going to get in the tower.
4: They were going to yeah. swim. And so we've had, we've had a couple tower rescues. We had, a uh, unfortunate, uh, incident in, in Nissan when they were, um, uh, sandblasting the water tower up there and the so gentleman fell. fell. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then we had a, actually a cell phone tower while I was the chief of Laverne. And uh, a gentleman had a medical emergency on the top of a 200-foot cell phone tower there. And so um, we survived. had developed a, uh, a team up there to handle those situations and, and the equipment. But we did call our partners, Murphy Murfreesboro and uh, Rutherford County, to come and assist in case we needed anything. And uh, we were able to get that gentleman down off that cell phone tower. Uh, Has there floor.
3: been any that you're, like, uh, dangerous? Were you just like, oh, I mean, when you're called, you've got it. You go, but there's some that are more dangerous than others. or Some that you're like, I don't uh, well, gotta wait. go.
4: Um, I don't like electricity. Mm-hmm. Scary, and uh, especially when it's high voltage. And uh, that's that's one of my fears.
3: Uh, what about Tiger Hill? Have you ever done anything at Tiger Hill? Like, mm. there's a uh, lookout tower up there.
4: Yeah, I I I've been lucky. I haven't nope. ex- had any problems up there. We've had some serious car wrecks and some sledding accidents that was at the base of, of, of Tiger Hill. Yeah, but, snow. snow, snow. Uh,
2: well, we're going to take a break soon, but will you please tell me about the water tower? Did they get in it? They, that is freaking me so out. So
4: It was debatable whether they got in. when They were out uh, when we got there. However, we shut the tower down. Tested the water to <laughs> make sure that there was nothing in they it. didn't, but um, defecate. Those, <laughs> oh my god! This was this was uh, some time back. This was I don't know ten years like ago. Nineties, maybe. Oh, nineties. Okay. Because uh, the hospital is <laughs> no longer there, and neither is that tank. So. That is
2: scary to think about getting in a water tank. It makes me feel so weird. Anyway, that's so strange. <laughs> I don't drink the water. No, we have great water it's here in Murfreesboro. One, Let's not even play. Okay. Chris Clark, thank you. Bill Wilson, thank you, too. Okay, we'll be right back after our break.
1: Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 D&J Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Garrison Fork Trucking is a small trucking business located in Middle Tennessee. They aim to provide the highest quality of services for their shippers and receivers and offer the opportunity of job stability and quality of life for their drivers. Benefits include paid orientation and training, performance bonuses, no force dispatch, truck remains with the team, referral bonuses, direct deposit weekly, competitive pay, and a flexible schedule. Give them a call at 615-721-2286 or online at GarrisonForktrucking.com. Old Fort Golf Course in Manchester is the place to start your game in golf. Located next to the picturesque Duck River, it's a nine-hole course and costs $18 including a cart, $15 for veterans, and if you're 12 and under, it's free with a playing adult. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is located five minutes off I-24 off exit 105. The phone number is 931-945-0366. BioRenew Clinic is the place for you. Nutritional deficiencies are replaced to optimize your health and well-being. Services include bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, IV infusion, anti-aging, energy-enhancing, detoxification, and immunity-boosting protocols. They're located at 803 North Thompson Lane, Suite 104, here in Murfreesboro. Phone number is 615-603-8957. That is BioRenew Clinic.
4: Regal Title provides professional closing services with their decades of experience in
1: all types of real estate transactions. They can adapt to any situation and handle it with ease. They will be responsible for safeguarding and properly distributing all transaction funds and documents. When it comes to property rights, Regal Title will provide peace of mind that every customer deserves. You can find them at 316 West Main Street, here in Murfreesboro, or online at regaltitlellc.com,
4: or by phone at 615-295-8042.
2: listening to the Mr. Murphy's show here on WGNs. I am Michael Lynn White along with my co-host. He hates it when I say that. Uh, Bill Wilson.
3: I am Hey everybody. We're yeah. glad y'all are listening.
2: You want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, Bill? Uh,
3: well, we'll do that here in just a minute.
2: Oh, okay. Never mind. I want to hear some
3: more. I want to hear some more <laughs> stories about.
2: <laughs> sponsors, we love you, but we're going to we put love you love off you. for no, a minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we got to talk to Chris Clark about That's right. He's
3: our guest. <laughs> Tell us some more stories. What do you got? what do you um, got
4: what do you got there well i don't know if i have anything in my pocket but um I'm, i've just been blessed in my career to be able to uh work with these men and women that are out here in the in the field um it's it's a new new way of uh it's a new busy um you know whenever i was on an ambulance for 14 years and when i came off of it i went into special ops i was i was a supervisor over there for nine i believe and uh, we we help create um those special op response in this county um but you know those 14 years on those ambulances i wouldn't trade it for the world we we uh, were able to help a lot of people that were sick and i have the coolest job in the world I, you know they dial a magic digit and i get to go help them mm-hmm. you know so uh i get to be that person and now as the uh public safety director um i'm behind the scenes and making sure that they have appropriate equipment manpower and 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 try to um try to illustrate the needs uh to our county commission Mm -hmm. and making sure that they have the information to make the best judgment that they can with what they have and um i'm blessed to be able to have that career and and um i I can't imagine doing anything else what about
3: training what about training do y'all have training that you have to go through so many within so many years to so, stay yes. certified
4: um, mm-hmm. so um as a licensed paramedic i have to have 30 hours minimum uh, every two years to renew my license also you know a law enforcement has to uh uh qualify and making sure that they have all their training our paramedics and our firefighters have to have uh, so much training hours. So, and then there's some incentives there also. Law enforcement gets some state incentives for their training, and they they were able to. Uh, I think they received so many uh, dollars for their training, and same thing as fire. Uh, so um, now we have them for our volunteer firefighters uh, that will receive. Uh, training money from the state and also we this year initiated a stipend for um, uh, for our volunteers they get paid now or well uh, they're not paid but we stipend yes so we we want to encourage uh, training and response for our volunteer fire departments and they do a great job and um, I was one of those and I know how that feels and that's one of the things that I feel blessed that as a public safety director I'm able to or uh, have um, live those 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 lives out there, but it's a new busy out here. You know, we have cell phones, we have mm-hmm. all those other kind of things.
2: That was my question: is you know, technology over the years and doing oh, what you do different. now oh, it is used crazy. To be and social media, I, you
4: know, we stay out most of the night making calls and go back and watch Andy Griffith on the TV, and that kind of puts <laughs> us to sleep. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, now you know they have cell phones in their your computer, a and they have all this technology and. I just can't imagine, you know, running that 24-hour shift and, and having that cell phone. And, Who, you know, I tell it you, was a little easier back then. But it's, yeah. a, it's a new busy. And I think mm-hmm. our directors and our chiefs are, are, are realizing that. Both of those, uh, Larry Farley is our fire chief and Carl Hudgens is our EMS director. And we we realize that it's a new busy.
3: Right. So who's got the best pancake breakfast, Kittrell or Las Casas? <laughs>
4: Well, I think <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, but actually, I will go. say Kitchell has the best <laughs> pancake breakfast, and the Last Casas has the best fish. Fish fry, fry. I knew you. I Okay, knew you. I, well, I need I'll to go to Last Casas
2: then for <laughs> some fish.
3: Yes, they do
4: have good stuff
3: there. They do, really.
2: Okay, so we are Bill. How about let's thank our sponsors? I want to thank,
3: yeah, I want to thank our sponsors here because we <laughs> couldn't do this show without y'all. Uh, Regal Title, Tabitha of the King. Down on West Main Street They handle a lot of our closings uh, Iberia Bank and Mortgage Rhonda McCrary Nate the Great Burns Grand Slam Collectibles If you have sports cars They're going out the roof right now uh, He can help you with that Gallery Guitars mm-hmm. David Mathis Oakstone Builders Chris Rowland Wheelworks uh, Mitch Robinson here on South Church Street Garrison Fort Trucking Bill Walker and Gina Burgess Bio Renew, if you need a shot, like a B12 shot, or Stevie Smoot can take care of you. And then, of course, Lynn Wallace, here with the dude Drop Jamboree, they have their big event coming up September 25th.
2: Yes, we're excited. Good job, Bill. You got the name right. I got it right. You got it right. <laughs> dude Drop Jamboree. <laughs> Dew Drop Jamboree. It's coming up September 25th, and we're excited for that. Chris, we are super excited that you... Um, came to join us tonight and talk about this at nine o'clock thank you at nine o'clock p.m. you're welcome
4: and um thank you for what you do um we're able to uh, broadcast um things out that we need uh information that we need to get out i was here with um mayor Ketron and steve sandlin uh, a while back and um it's just an honor to be able to be out here and and share our stories yep
3: i feel better now don't you michael i mean seriously i feel better knowing what you just told us if we're out there these people are trained and they know what they're doing they're, trained.
4: They're, they're very good at what they do and then also please keep in mind that our nurses that are in these hospitals uh day in day out taking care of our patients uh covet is um is on the rise and uh but there's other things that goes on every day too, such as heart attacks and mm-hmm. strokes and all that. So it's just not all COVID related. Yeah. And uh, these men and women in our hospitals, we have great hospital infrastructure uh, with Stonecrest and St. Thomas Rutherford have done a great job making sure that our patients are taken care of. And a big thing is making sure those patients come off those stretchers quickly so we can go out and make other calls. Right, exactly. So that's a big, huge benefit. Yeah.
3: I wanna give a shout to my sister Debbie Miller. She's a retired nurse and I, I couldn't I like I said earlier, I couldn't be a nurse or a doctor or I'm a negotiator. But uh
4: And, and, and our school teachers. Our yeah, school teachers our first, are really going through a struggle. Race. Who they so, are. So, and um, you know, my my wife is a school teacher and my daughter's a school teacher. And um, you know, bless their hearts, they're just all of our school teachers out here are are struggling to make sure that they get every, the kids get everything that they need
3: more than teachers
4: counselors i mean it's 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 amazing um but you know there's some academic stuff there that that they have to get through this Mm -hmm. year and and it's a struggle because these kids are either uh being quarantined or they they gotten sick and so um our shout out to our school teachers as well yes i'm
2: glad you brought that up because
4: it is intense for those teachers it's, it's it's uh they they do a great job and um we just have a great community we do. We have we? a great county, um, and you know we're blessed to to have what we have. A yes.
2: diverse community. It is. I think that is good. Hey, that is good. A Murfreesboro love. I'm loving it. Why don't we end on that, producer Dalton? But end but on that right good note. Nothing but love.
3: Nothing but love.
2: All right, and all these people in Rutherford County to keep us all safe. Chris, thank you so much thank for you. what you, thank you do. Thank, thank you for you. your passion for your job and coming to hang out with us tonight thank you we appreciate y'all you're listening to the mr murfreesboro show with michael lynn white and bill wilson we'll be back next week
3: god bless you